Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Thank you for joining us on another edition of The Spilled Tea. This is David Michael Quinn, and we have the amazing Dallas here with us. Kyle's not here yet, but he'll be joining us. Hello, Dallas. Hello, darling. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm I'm good. It's good to be back on the air after, I don't know, what, six, maybe seven months of not being on the air? I know, and a lot has changed, as I hinted before, and I got wrong a little bit. (laughs) That's okay. So tell us all what's happened since. Well, since, um, I guess the last talk soap I did, I I finished school in um, the end of July, and um, I had sort of been giving myself, like, a time frame of when I should be looking for a new job, like, when I was done school. And um, just randomly about, I want to say about three weeks before I finished school, there was a job posting at the bank that I work at, but in a different department. Um, And I applied for it, not even thinking, you know, much about it. I just, I didn't want to do my old job for much longer. And the day after I wrote my last test at school, I found out I got this new job at the bank. So it it was, you know, it's been great. I've I've been doing that for like three weeks now, just sort of training. And um, yeah, so that's really good. That's a big change. And um, about a week before I finished school, my husband Colton actually got a new job as well. So wow. there's been that change for us. Yeah, it's just been crazy how um, how much change has been going on. And then um, the other really exciting thing is in September, in like two weeks, we are going mm-hmm. to Paris, France, not just Paris. Nice. Yeah, now, I had said that you had already gone, so my mistake, oh. you, you're going, you're going. I'm going, mm-hmm. yeah. It's my... Um, my graduation present is that we get to go to Paris. Nice. And it's so funny because literally, if you listen to the other show, me, you, and Kyle all had big, huge changes this summer. It's been like yeah. insane. It's been insane. Yeah. But summer of 2014. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's sort of like all of us thought, like even Doug thought when we were on Talk Soap, like, that we just gelled really well together. And it's like we have this mm-hmm. energy of, like, things just sort of happening at, like, the same time. Like, the three of us um, are sort of doing, like, creative writing, or Kyle wanted to do creative writing. And, and mm-hmm. all, like, this whole summer, we each of us have a new job. You know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. so weird how we all sort of have this thing together. <laughs> right. It's very weird and very cool because we're able to mm-hmm. kind of cheer each other on and motivate each other. It's really, really cool to to have good things happen at the same time as your friends, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, 
And also I wanted to talk about, um, you're not getting this past me, you started up a new web series, mister. I did, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us a little about that. It's, well, I had gone to, Colton's parents live on um, this island called Pender Island, and it's um, for people that aren't very geographical um, savvy, it's sort of, um, everyone knows where Vancouver is. Uh, mm-hmm. Vancouver, just about, if you take a ferry off of Vancouver, there are some Gulf Islands. They're called the Gulf Islands, and Pender Island is one of the islands there that they retire to. So hmm. I've been there many, many times, and every time I go there, I just get very sort of inspired to have like a series based on this island. And we went there in April when I had a week off between uh, semesters in school. And um, when I got back, I was like, you know what, I just need to like get all of these ideas onto paper or write them out. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with this web series. It's, it's not, it's not going to be ongoing. It's just sort of like 10 chapters, and then that's the end of the story. And it's very different from One Day at a Time. That's my like traditional soap opera um, web mm-hmm. series that I write. And this one is more um, supernatural. Like the characters are all witches, and, and they... Yeah, it's just, it was it was neat to do something different than a traditional soap opera. There's still very soap opera elements in mm-hmm. the web series, just because that's, you know, what I know and what I love, but it, it's very different than One Day at a Time. So, yeah, it was nice mm-hmm. to do that. And I think I'm think i actually going to start reading it today because um, I have some time. I'm dog-sitting right now. And, by the way, Kyle has joined us. Hi, Kyle. Mm. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Um, sorry, I, I I had Kyle on hold for like two minutes. I actually had my my laptop and the the studio all it's all like an online studio. It's all in the living room with the dog, and I'm just like kind of in the kitchen because any second the dog can start barking, and I want to be able to to like mute my phone real fast. But yeah, I just wanted to um I'm gonna be starting to read that tonight because I I thought oh my god. There's nothing on tonight. I got to do something besides, you know, feed the dogs, feed the cat, feed the fish, and water the jungle of plants my sister has here. So, so well, I um, hope you like it. Oh, I, I know I will. Coming from you, I just know it. And um, one thing that we talked about, um, Kyle and I, um, in the last show was, now, it sounds like you have been insanely busy, but have you gone to the movies? lately and seen something that really stuck out? Um, no. And here's, no. I don't know what it's like in, in the U.S., um, but uh-huh. in Canada, going to the movies, at least for me, uh-huh. it just, it really doesn't seem practical. And, and the reason is because for two people just to get into the movie theater, uh-huh. it's like close to $30. And Jesus. then... And then, you know, if you want any sort of snacks, I mean, it's, you know, for, like for Colton and I to go to the movies, for both of us, it would be like $40 for one night. So we often um, don't go to the theater. The last time I mm-hmm. went to the theater was to see Meryl Streep in, um, when she played the British Prime Minister. The Iron Lady? The Iron Lady? 
Iron Lady, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's a couple of years ago. So usually we will rent movies um, in the winter because we have really long winters here. So, you know, Fridays mm-hmm. or Saturdays we'll rent movies, but then they're, you know, a little bit old. So I'm I'm now just watching, like, last year's Oscar buzzes and, and stuff, so. Well, now that Kyle's in the East Coast, I'm going to tell you. And I don't know if you have it in the West Coast, but I... I don't know if you guys know, but I am cheap. I am very cheap when it comes to going out. And one thing that I do is um, I find out if the local theaters have any sort of matinee prices or if you sign up for their emails, you can actually get snacks for free. So I actually just went to a movie yesterday. I went to the matinee. I paid eight fifty for the 3D. It was, um, oh, God, what was that movie I just saw? That's not a good sign. Oh, Sin City, too. Um, a Dame to Kill For. And I actually got a coupon through email that says, if you buy medium popcorn, get a medium soda for free. So, and of course, I snuck in my Sour Patch Kids from CBS. But, I mean, there are ways to save yeah. and still enjoy a movie. But I can see your point. I can definitely see your point. If you're not into matinees, if you don't have the schedule, I can totally see your point. Well, but, and um, even when I lived on the Bay Area, um, mm-hmm. the movie, you know, we did the same thing, my friends and I, if we were going to go see a movie. If we weren't going to mm-hmm. make, like, a planned event night, because, yeah, it's expensive. Ticket prices were anywhere between 12 and 15 depending on what you were seeing and, like, what screen you were going to go on. So we'd do a matinee. But for the most part, like, like you said, for you and Colton, if you guys are going to have a planned date night where you're going to go have dinner, go see a movie, and plan to spend that much money, then it's worth it. But, like, like you said, for just the practicality of, like, oh, this weekend, oh, maybe I'll go see a movie. It's like, well, maybe I'll mm-hmm. just drop $40 on, on two hours that I may or may not enjoy, you know? So renting movies is the better option for you guys. Whereas, yeah. like, I'm kind of like David, too. I'm very frugal when it comes to movies. I mean, I'll go see what I want to see. But, like, I've mm-hmm. got, like, five a- AMC passes that I got from work mm-hmm. to give out movie passes. So it's like I'm affording nice. those and trying to find the new yeah. AMC theater, and I'll use them for them, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's getting really expensive. That's why I think it, that's why I think video on demand is doing so well because mm-hmm. movies can release yeah. the same time and you can watch it from home and spend one third of the price. Mm-hmm. And let's not even talk about it. And then you know you get editing. to enjoy like a bottle of wine at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You don't have to worry about like driving. You don't have to worry about loud people or kids or anything mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Or yeah. people sitting next to you in an empty theater. Ugh, yeah. Let me not yeah. even go there. Also, too, a lot of movie theaters are are starting to kind of cash in on the date night aspect. I don't know if you guys have showcase cinemas near you, Kyle, or if you've ever been to one, but the showcase cinemas, there's one in um, Eastern Mass where I'm moving to. It actually has what's called a Lux Cinema where you pay a little bit extra, you get to go up higher in the theater in, in another level, and you're in these comfy, like, I don't know, like lazy boys, and you have a button where you press and you can get a menu and they actually serve you like, like pizza real uno-ish food. Or, it's really cool. So. We had a place in San Francisco that it, it was the Sundance Theaters, and on certain screens, if you, you could buy your ticket online, pick your seat as well, which I love, since that way you mm-hmm. can go right before the movie. But then in yep. some screens, they had the Over 21 Club upstairs where you could, like, at a bar, you can get food and, like, a glass of wine or whatever and take it into the theater. So it was kind of yep. cool. But I really like the fact that you can, you know, pick your seat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
that I'm willing to pay so, a little extra um, for. Mm. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I I like going to the movies. I don't like everybody else at the movies, but I also don't like when I went to the movie yesterday and there was no one in the theater but me. It creeped me out because there was a, a preview of a really scary movie, and I'm like, oh my god, someone's gonna come up to me and be an ass and scare the shit out of me, and I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna scream like a 15 year old girl. I just know it. I just know it. Nobody did, but it was just creepy being in the movie alone, but. Um, what about any TV shows or music this summer, Dallas? Anything? Um, well, I'm a big tennis buff, so I'm I'm really big about watching the U.S. Open right now. Uh-huh. Uh, Which is uh, here in New York. In, in oh, New York. Look at you, know, you <laughs> When we went to New York, um, this uh-huh. is years ago, but we took the train out to the tennis center. And we went, we went in like late September, and we couldn't walk around. They they wouldn't let us walk around because I guess it was closed for the season. So I guess after the U.S. Oh. Open, they sort of shut down the whole sort of complex, and I don't know, give it a good scrub. I don't know what they do, but yeah, it was closed. Quite devastating. Quite devastating. Speaking of tennis and giving it a good scrub, I do have to mention my tennis hottie, Jan Michael Gamble. Oh my God, he is. So hot. Sorry. You mentioned tennis and a good scrub, so I had to mention him. There's there's a lot of good looking tennis players though. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. still active that are that are playing, so yeah. So, topic of the day. Now Kyle has defected, he doesn't watch it anymore, but we need to talk about Young and the Rapper's Girl. Okay. I mean, what the hell is going on over there? So why why I'm doesn't why don't you watch Kyle? Um, I left Genoa City after um, Muni left. It was Muni Miller and Stafford, and I and I was just done. Mm-hmm. It was like the the, the the it was like the last straw. I was like, okay, this is sealed the deal. Why I never want to watch the show again. Mm-hmm. It was just too Fair much enough. change for him at once. I think that that was it. Well, and it wasn't it wasn't just change, it was like it was like change with characters or people that I really tuned in to watch specifically and without them there, the rest of the storylines that I was fast forwarding through or just kind of tolerating weren't enough to keep me interested. So mm-hmm. All right. I focused elsewhere. So one thing I asked him Dallas last week was, Is Justin Hartley coming as Adam gonna change your mind and bring you back? And he said no. What do you how do you feel about this? this casting change? Well, I only know him maybe for, you know, I didn't watch Passions religiously. So I I only know him from Passions. I don't, I don't, I know he's gone on to do primetime stuff, but, you know, on Passions, I didn't think he was that great of an actor. And so I guess, I'm just apprehensive that, you know, he's going up with some of the biggest names, not only on on Y and R, but in daytime. You know, like Eric Braden and Peter Bergman, and, and uh-huh. you know, I just hope that he's not feeling like a hen in the rooster house. Well, to that point, I have to tell you, he was on Revenge, and. Mm-hmm. He played against Madeline Stowe, and let me tell you, if he can survive 
and walk after being in a scene with Madeline Stowe. I mean, she just chews you up and spits you out. The woman is amazing. I don't know how she hasn't won an Emmy yet, but she's amazing. And I think that has been his training for him. He's really grown as an actor because I used to watch him too on Passion. And then I saw him um, on Smallville, and I'm like, mm, still the same kind of guy, but Revenge sealed the deal for me. He really has grown as an actor. My only concern, and I feel so bad, he looks like he could be Sharon Case's brother. Oh, totally. They don't look like yeah. a romantic couple. They look like brother and sister. Now, well, Michael and Uni I mean, and him are both, they're both the same age, so it's not the age thing, it's just they're both blonde, they're both, you know, same skin tone, and I, I don't, I think Shadow fans are going to be really upset about it. Well, and I actually think that he looks younger than Michael Muni. Like, oh, they does. might be the same we, age. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he looks like he could be, like, five, ten years younger. Mm-hmm. That being said, Justin Hartley physically is more my type than Michael Muni ever was. So at least Adam, in my mind, will now be hot. Because to me, Adam was okay. never hot before. You didn't even okay, think girl, we're you talking about a, We're talking about a TV role. We ain't trying to get you a second husband, girl. I mean, come <laughs> on now. <laughs> you know, Colton's enough. that being said, Colton will often come downstairs where I, and I'll be watching tennis. And he's like, oh, who's playing? I'm like, tennis boyfriend number three. You can leave now, please. <laughs> You are so bad. See, I think the opposite. I Michael Muni's much more my type. Granted, they're both hot as hell, but Michael Muni's much more my type than um, Justin, just because he's so Justin's so blonde and and I mean I like blonde guys. It's just he's so blonde and chiseled and he's just like a Ken doll almost, and it's like he's too perfect or something. I don't know. Hmm. My but, thing with um, Michael was always, um, like, I just felt like his chest wasn't firm enough. Like, his okay, pecs were always what? a little bit saggy. And that's <laughs> not so such good. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. You're evil. Yes, he wasn't as anyway. tone as Joshua Morrow or Hartley, but I thought he was just, I just thought his whole persona was what was sexy about him. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I I had a big crush on Chris Engine as well as as Adam, but um, I'm I'm not saying that Justin Hartley isn't as hot. I think for me, type wise, they all fit the bill. <laughs> mm. so, and even Billy Miller watched the show. Billy Miller the show. Billy Miller was kind of porky and not porky, but he was heavy for what <laughs> you would say a soap guy would be. Because most soap guys are kind of, you know, built and jacked, and Billy Miller wasn't that. He was just an average-looking guy. I thought he was insanely hot. I thought he was insanely hot. And I loved the fact that he wasn't in the gym working out and, you know, having the flat stomach. But, I mean, but the, David Tom did a great job, too. The true testament to that is always, you know, on, on a soap, how many shirtless scenes do they have? And Billy Miller had his share. And Michael Muni never really had any, unless it was like mm. a post-sex scene. And well, mm-hmm. he didn't have any either. They never really took off Greg Rickard's shirt either. You saw Michael more than you saw Kevin. Yeah. True, true. Very true. 
You saw lots of I, JT. Um, that was pretty nice. Oh, my Lanta, JT. And speaking of JT, not to get sidetracked, did you guys see when he was on Nip Tuck? I mean, good Lord. If no, you haven't, look up, look up um, Sad Luckinville, Nip Tuck. I'm telling you, he has a butt of a god. It, it's amazing. Amazing. Anyway, um, but with the Lord and Savior. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it is. You mean of a god, not God. No, no, no. I had it correct the first time. You just wait till you see it, girl. Well, I'm going to have to so say Aside from you. the hot guys, what do you think about the actual storyline? Now, I know your opinion on Victoria winning an Emmy. I already know, so I won't ask, but... Um, what do you what do you think of the storylines lately? I find it much more watchable than I did mm-hmm. a few months ago. You know, like Agreed. like it feels like they're like it feels like a soap opera again, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just you know like nothing ever happening. Um, I think for the most part, like the biggest thing to me has just been like how big of a failure the whole Ian Ward story has been. Mm-hmm. Like, he really hasn't done anything bad up until, like, this last week, I guess. But, you know, like, to me, it, it's just shocking that, like, half the cast is running around town paranoid about what he's going to do when he mm-hmm. hasn't even done anything. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm... You know, like, there's a lot of drama going on right now with Ian Ward, but I'm always just like, but he hasn't done anything. Like, why are you, well, like, why Why is Nikki falling off the wagon when he hasn't done anything? Like, well, my thing is, why is everyone scared of a 72-year-old man with no power, no clout, no actual mm-hmm. followers? He has these followers, but have anyone shown up to the trial? None of them showed yeah. up. So I'm just like, why are they afraid of him? And why aren't they afraid of what Victor will do to this guy? Like, yeah. I don't understand. I'm, I'm a little confused on the writing. But mm-hmm. even though it's not perfect, the Mariah being Cassie's sister, which we all predicted, has been amazing. It, I mean, the acting has been amazing. The writing, mm-hmm. a little bit of holes here and there, but... You know, the best yeah, thing I, about the whole storyline, though, is that for once, Nicholas was smart. Like, mm, I know. He, he does, he's not always written as the most intelligent character on the show, mm-hmm. but the fact that in the span of a week, he put it all together, it, it was pretty impressive. I, I don't understand what the rush was, though. Like, it just came out of nowhere. Me either. Mm-hmm. It was... Agreed like, over and done with this whole thing, so. I thought it was amazing how Nicholas um, has his father's henchman on speed dial. I just thought that that was kind of funny and strange. Um, (laughs) Again, it's not a perfect story. It's pretty pretty good. The, the, The awesome part saving this has been, and let's just say, Sharon Case and Cameron Grimes. I mean, just give them their Emmy right now. It doesn't even make any sense to have them go through the whole nomination. But they are amazing. And one thing I thought was a little strange was that 
Mariah fell in love with Nicholas and totally, completely forgot Tyler existed. She was obsessed with Tyler. They had insane chemistry. And then the minute she moved in, it was like, Tyler who? And but she forgot he existed. But forgot Tyler. Like, Tyler, Tyler hasn't even been on since he and Abby broke up, right? So, to me, it's not just that Mariah forgot about him. It's like the writers forgot that he existed. And really, truthfully, I mean, they've, they've pretty much written Leslie into a corner. Like, I, I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for the day to be announced that they're going to leave town, like brother and sister. And they might as well take her doctor husband because... <gasps> since How dare you? Nate, no, but since he's not Nate... He like he serves mm. no purpose to me. He serves like, a purpose like the to show... me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we should I get know, you the on show the show and she could walk in on and like Leslie could walk in on you and and whatever his name is and, and that could oh, be I wish. I wish. Let me tell you. But the thing about it is, and I think that you were going to allude to this. They only can write for a certain number of black people. Other than that, they get confused and they don't know what to do. <laughs> Very strange. Well, you know, the the thing is, though, is, you know, they, they keep bringing on all of these new characters. And mm-hmm. what, what they need to do is they really need to take, in my mind, they need to take a page from Daze's book. And mm-hmm. every time Daze brings on a new character, they're at least, tied to one person mm-hmm. already on the canvas. And so you, even if the character isn't like a good character, you still have a connection to them already because they're tied to somebody. And for the longest time, I'm just going to jump ship here and go to days for a minute, but for the longest time, I was like, I don't understand why they're pairing JJ with this boring page girl. And then mm-hmm. it's revealed that she's actually... Eve's daughter and I'm like oh like that makes sense like mm-hmm. of course that's what's going to happen so like Y&R has all of these sort of like characters that are just sort of floating because they don't have a viable connection to anybody and that's why it's hard to write for them because you're like well who do I put them in a scene with oh right they have nobody so I can't write them in a scene well, what they, they are doing wrong is they're trying to copy GH. Now, I know I make fun of it online and GH being a mega soap because they have so many characters. But let me tell you something. Every single character on GH is accounted for. Everyone has a connection to somebody, even if it's just like you said, a little connection. Bringing in that hot black doctor, connecting him to Leslie, the reason why it wasn't good was because Leslie wasn't even a main character at that point. She was like an mm-hmm. offshoot character now. She, she went from being lead to being a, a, a minor character. I'm hoping the fact that she's a DA now, she's going to be, you know, a lead. But you're right. I mean, if, if you're going to bring somebody in, bring them in, but make sure that they're connected to somebody leading, not just, you know, somebody who's in the background. Like, they could have had a really huge, not just love triangle with Hillary, Devon, and Neil, but if they had Mm -hmm. played it where, like, it really was, like, Neil really was more on the rebound from Leslie. He still had feelings for her when he married Hillary. 
And then suddenly he finds out that Leslie is married, but he still is torn between his feelings mm-hmm. for both of them. And it would have made so much more drama if the husband was Nate. Mm-hmm. Because you could have had Olivia come back, you know, maybe not full time, but make like a cameo or something. And I don't know. It just would have been great. And, and if Malcolm had come back and Malcolm could have called Neil out for having feelings for Leslie and mm-hmm. um, Hillary, like it, it to me, it's such a big um, wasted opportunity. It's sort of like Austin. If I was writing the show, the character mm-hmm. of Austin would have been Lauren's son, Scotty. He mm-hmm. still could have been crazy because the last time we saw Scotty, he was, uh, hanging out with Sheila. So we right. could have had like this whole like backstory of like, oh, Sheila sort of planted it in his mind that mm-hmm. you know, the DA is crazy or you, you know, you don't want to like the lawyer. So he still could have had some sort of obsession with Avery and kidnapped mm-hmm. her and shot all and you know, all of that could have happened. But it would have given Michael and Lorne such a great storyline like maybe they didn't want Scotty with Summer for whatever reason you know what I mean like, mm-hmm. or they they would have been at the trial too like it just would have made so much more sense so every time I hear the song Rude by Magic I think of Austin and um and Summer have you heard the song no it's about this guy who really likes this girl but her father doesn't want them to be together and one of the lines is, why you got to be so rude? Don't you know I'm human, too? I'm going to marry her anyway. And every time I hear that song, I think, I think that that should be their theme song. Because they are the most boring couple. I can't root for them because I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why Summer is so attached to this guy who killed people that she's grown up with. Or not killed, but shot somebody who she's grown up with and made, made her aunt a victim and she's like oh but I love him it was just an accident you know there wasn't any like brain tumor or whatever he was crazy and Michael and Lauren are the biggest waste of a couple because they are doing absolutely nothing right now I don't understand their their motivation anymore well I'm sort of curious to know what's going on with Michael and the fact that Mm. they can't get it up anymore like like it's yeah. the storyline, the way it's being presented so far, um, mm. sort of reminds me of like a a very old school Bill Bell story. Like it's mm-hmm. not something that a lot of people would write about or would tackle. Like you know, a man not being able to just randomly not get it up with his wife. So I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. But you know, the worst couple on on the show continues oh, to be Noah. And Courtney. Hands down. You don't even see them. How can they be the worst? You don't even see them. Because when they are together, you realize why they are never on. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> like, it's, it's awful. I really think that they need to get Grace Turner back on, and she should mm. go after Noah. That would be a good storyline. Or... Grace could be Courtney's mom. That would yeah. be awesome because then that would be, Sharon would yeah. not want her son with with Grace's daughter. I mean, that would be just exactly. awesome. That would yeah. be so cool. And Tony could be the dad. She could have 
left because she was pregnant and grieved. And no, she could have left town after Tony died, grieved, found out she was pregnant, and raised Courtney. And yeah. now they, they don't talk right now. It's kind of like an Amber Tawny situation. They don't talk right now. And Grace comes back to town, and boom. I just came up with that on the fly, just to let you know. Brilliant. I mean, oh, we could write the show better than they could. We seriously could. So, I don't want to leave Kyle out. How is GH doing? Last time I, I stopped watching, not last Friday, but the Friday before. Um, the whole fake, um, this woman, Sunny paid this woman to say that she was Mickey Diamond's um, sister, and so she got Mickey's heart, and or Alice got Mickey's heart, and, and yeah. Have you caught up yet? Kyle? Did he leave us? I guess he must have. Huh? Maybe he just got disconnected. Hello? Oh, my God. Oh, there oh. you are. Sorry. Were I you on hold? Just... Yeah, I was. Sorry. I did accidentally, like, press the hang-up button. Hold on. There's a huge... Sorry. And like I said, I'm in the kitchen. I didn't notice until, like, two seconds ago. Oh, so that's okay. Um, no, I did. I, I was very entertained with the conversation. It was like when Dallas started to talk about days. It's like, okay, this is interesting. Um <laughs> And then I was I briefly toyed with asking about the whole Mariah thing, but then I realized I don't care, so no big deal. Um, <laughs> yes, you do care. No, I don't. <laughs> um, but for General Hospital, yeah, I am caught up. Um, I did mm-hmm. watch last week's show, um, but I'm confused. What were you talking about? Who came on and said she? Sunny had paid um, this woman to pretend to be Mickey Diamond's sister and release his heart to um, Alice. By the way, who the hell is Alice? I don't understand she who was, this woman is. She's that lesbian maid of theirs or whatever. She's that, that oh, she was with okay. the quarter and stuff. Yeah, I don't know that. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about that. Well, you know that one week. So he prob- that if that happened two weeks ago, I didn't watch it because I only yeah. got cable like a week ago. So I'm only caught up so, from the last week. So Sunny shot AJ. I know that. Sunny shot AJ a while ago. Um, um, Ava was kind of coaxed him into it. They ha- there was a recording of it, and then um, yeah, I'm at all the same time, Tracy was trying to take over ELQ. Alice found out, and for some reason, Carly um, told Franco about the whole shooting. Um, Franco's yeah, I know on a chair to try to like blackmail him or whatever. So basically what he did was to try to like look good for Michael to try to help Michael. He paid this woman to pretend to be Mickey's sister so that Alice could get a heart because Tracy was trying to unsuccessfully get a heart. And um, right. yeah. Well, they were going to use rape for a bit, weren't they? They were going to use rape, but he was a drug dealer so or a drug, drug user, so they couldn't use his heart to... Anytime that there's drugs in the system, right. you can't use any of the organs, which is yeah. pretty cool that they did that. But pretty well, I think Scary Monica <laughs> gave us that little monologue. Are you saying Scary Monica because of her face? Well, and, poor, and speaking of Scary Monica, a little moment for Joan Rivers. Poor thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Jerry Monica, you're awful. You are I'm awful. sorry. Leslie Charlton has had awful work. I'm sorry. She and Jacqueline Zeman. Scary lady. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I, scary. Jacqueline Zeman's Zeman got, like, there's, I don't think there's anything natural about her the, above the waist. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And look at her But look at Fanola Hughes. She looks amazing. Look at Marla. She looks amazing. And you know who else looks amazing? Nancy Lee Brown. She looks I hate her bangs. I hate her bangs. I will go on record and saying I hate her bangs. But she is aging so beautifully. She still looks the same way as she did when she was on freaking Santa Barbara. The woman doesn't well, the thing, age. The thing about I love about Nancy Lee Brown because um, she's very prolific on Twitter and stuff as well, but that oh, yes, woman can overreact in a scene better than anybody else mm-hmm. with her glasses. I love when they mm-hmm. have the glasses on and then whip them off. It's yep. hilarious. Yep. And Nancy Grand does it to perfection. Or when she tilts her head down and looks over her glasses. Oh, my God, I love that. It's like but she's I about to her. shame you. But I hate her daughter. <laughs> I like Molly. Stop it. No, the young girls on that show are awful. She and Kiki are awful. Awful actresses. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. Um, so, anyway, one should we just about, move on? <laughs> you're, you're done with GH already? I just want to talk one second about Ava, because I still love oh, her. Oh, no, I was, is she, no, no, I, yes, that's what I was saying. Move on to the uh, next topic on GH, yeah, sorry. So, with Ava, I don't understand. So, she's pregnant with two people, with a father and a son, and she doesn't know who the baby daddy is, but she's trying to drive Sunny crazy. If she drives Sonny crazy enough, isn't he going to kill her before she has the baby? Like, I don't understand yeah. that. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> well, what, I don't, what I don't understand is that Ava can carry a child, but Nina's in pre-menopause. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Poor Nina. Poor <laughs> Nina. It's because of the, the abortion while she was comatose. That may have messed up her body. Well, you know, I've been reading the blogs and everything, and they're thinking that Kiki's going to be Nina's daughter. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's yeah, they're thinking that, like, line. they're thinking, like, the mom Ugh. did the whole switcheroo or something, but wh- who knows? Who knows? Ugh. That is awful. That, but she, even then, she'll still blame Silas. Well, if it wasn't for Silas, you know, it, it's like, it's almost like I'm watching an episode of Super Friends, where... <laughs> The bad guy is always blaming the super friends, even though it's the bad guy's fault. It just it drives me insane, that show, and that was one of the reasons why I had to stop watching. Well, I can't even look at Michael Easton's face. I mean, I, I mean I'm just not. Oh, I just, I just my can't. God. You are in bitchy mode like I've never I'm, seen. I'm sorry. Can they start getting... I mean, he's a good actor, but... The, yeah. 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 Oh, I no, I mean, oh my God, no, Michael Easton, no, 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 no. You're no. evil. I think he should be. He should be hooking up him. with Ava Braun or whatever the evil medical doctor's name is with the fake accent. You know, the Hispanic oh, with the accent. German accent. Yeah. Such a bitch. Lethal. Lethal is awesome. You know what, Lethal? You know what, Lethal? That's a Von Trapp. That's not her. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I know. She, she is one of the Von Trapp kids. Totally. Her and her mother, or her sister, Madeline West. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but that's Miss Donna Mills, so. 
what has happened with um, um, Dinkleberries and um, what's his other name? And Nathan, anything going on with them? Well, you know, Maxie and Lulu were kidnapped, and they just like they advised uh, him, and he turned. He they turned out he's like this Peter Howard guy who was like the son of the Felicia's ex-fiance, and then they're blaming uh, it all on Frisco. It's just this huge convoluted thing to give Maxie and uh, Lulu some extra storyline. And honestly, Lulu, it's like, can she just go back to? I love that actress, Demi Ryan. Can she just go back to YNR where she belongs? Because this Lulu is. I like, know. She's a, yeah, and Maxie is just. I'm sorry, Belle Black, go away. She needs to go back to days. She really does. No, because no, she's I don't not want her on days. No, I don't, I don't, no, I don't want her on days. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'd rather Martha, what's her name, to come back. As Madison. Belle. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Don't be bringing back so her. I, so I guess we're done with GH. <laughs> Can I ask yeah, Kyle a quick yeah, question? Kyle, what do you think of um, Michelle Stafford on GH? Having um, watched her in YNR for so long. Actually, you know, Dave and I were just talking about that last week. Um, I mean, I like, I mean, I'm enjoying seeing her again. I mean, in the mm. beginning, it was getting a, her voice was kind of a little, she had somewhat of an, you know, a childish accent that was a little mm. bothering me. And I think, honestly, also, I think that they're slowly going to stop with all of the, okay, this girl's been um, sleeping for 20 years. Let's catch her up on some references. So, you know, let's have her say wrong things and correct her. But that's getting a little old. We got it. We accepted she was gone for 20 years. I'm not saying that she's going to be up to speed, but we don't have to make her like, oh, what is a cell phone? You know, oh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that's just kind of junk. I mean, but right, I'm enjoying right. her because, you know, that crazy Michelle Stafford's coming out. She's coming out. Mm-hmm. She's you not know, quite was- Nina, but she's not quite a new character either. I don't know how to explain it. Or not Nina, um, Phyllis. She's like Phyllis. It's almost like Phyllis the before years. Like before Phyllis went absolutely batshit crazy and putting squids in people's beds. That's what it feels like. And I love her interaction with her nurse. What is her nurse's name? Roxanne or Roxy or... Rosalie. Rosalie. I love it. When she says her name, it just, it makes me giggle. I don't know why. That was... Almost one of the things that made me stay, but then I said, mm, too much is awful that I can't stay, but I, mean, I love, it's I one love of the, her. Honestly, it's one of those things where it's getting to the point where it's like I'm trying to figure out what of the show that I'm, it's going to keep me watching mm-hmm. it. I mean, I like some mm-hmm. of the stories, whereas when we were talking about it earlier, um, and Dallas, you made an excellent point about days. When they bring on new characters, they're associated with everyone or at least some people. Like when they brought Clyde on, like he's now interacting mm-hmm. with Kate, but you know he's got a reason for being there. It's like that's the thing. It's a new character who has a, a legitimate reason to be there. And if they mm-hmm. oversee their welcome, they get rid of them. So they're not like, okay, mm-hmm. how can we ingratiate this person into the town without making it seem too obvious? Which YNR right. would do. But Days is a And, you know, I'm watching Days, like, constantly because it's like I want to see where – you know, how they're going to get rid of Sammy and, and um, EJ, and then what else? EJ. Is gonna mm-hmm. who's who's going to be the next power couple? I kind of agree with, like, you know, the the J.J. Page kind of storyline. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? And now with Eve on there, it's like, okay, this is getting interesting. But yeah. unfortunately, they need I, – I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Teresa character, only because I like Jen Lilly, and it's like her interactions with Melissa Horton are re- – Melissa Horton. Melissa Reeves are really good because they kind of – 
riff on each other. Like, you're a bad mom because your daughter's a slut. Oh, well, you're just pathetic because you were giving all these good things and you just ruined it. Okay, have a nice life. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of Dave, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Um, what I was on Twitter, as I always am, and I saw someone post something about Marlena, and, and it's from, like, Marlena's Facebook account where she said she wanted to share something with John. Is John there, or what's going on there? He's in a coma. Oh, God. Why is he in a coma? But you know what? The thing with Dave is Dave just does not, in my mind, miss any beat. Because, you know, right. when mm-hmm. when it was um, when, when the whole scene happened with Teresa and Brady and John, where Brady was drunk and, and John was there and Teresa hit him over the head with the fireplace or poker thing, I totally mm-hmm. thought, oh, my God, like, this is so random like where where is this scene coming from but now if you guys have seen the promos for this week it's basically Kristen is going to use John to get out from going to jail because she's going to be you know have some doctors that'll be able to save him basically and it's just like in my mind it's just such a brilliant soap opera like of course that's how Kristen will get out from having to pay for everything she's done like it's, it's like they actually think about how they can use the other characters to drive so many other storylines on the You are absolutely, you're on point, Dallas, because it's like, it's like they, not only do they think about, okay, we want to get Kristen back, but then we have to honestly and legitimately think about how can we bring her back and not just use her for a couple of episodes and, and send her to jail, how can we use her to the best of our ability and get the most out of it and they figured it out you know it works mm-hmm. exactly so what's going well, on with Christine? Of, like starting this week mm-hmm. eileen davidson will be on both shows yeah mm-hmm. she, i think she I debuts as ashley on tuesday yeah. and wednesday of this week. yeah 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 so what's going on with Kristen? like i i have a feeling that she's back but she's probably going to be limited just to get everybody else. So I'm sure what she's doing is they're plotting for Kristen to be back, throw Teresa in, and so when Kristen leaves, Teresa has still got the storyline going because they've done that in the past. Um, what's going on with Kristen? I have no idea. I haven't watched since, oof. I think the last thing that happened, um, Father Sexy from, um, from Y&R was on as uh, J.J.'s, construction parole officer or whatever and that's the last I saw really what's going on with Kristen how did she come back you want to take it Kyle um, no you go ahead because I missed I missed her return I've only kind of caught up with her the moment she came back and she locked Angela in a room and then all of a sudden I moved here and I missed the in between <laughs> so Daniel went away on a medical conference Mm-hmm. And when he got to his hotel room, um, mm-hmm. one of Chris' thugs, you know, sort of like hit him over the head and he was tied to a chair. So she kidnapped him and she had oh a plan God. where she wanted um, Daniel to reach out to Brady and get Brady to the hotel room so Kristen could see Brady again. Of course, mm-hmm. Daniel escaped and, and he ended up taking Kristen hostage. And he brought her back to Salem. Mm-hmm. And um, she went to trial, and basically Stefano um, 
paid the judge off, so Kristen got out on bail. Kristen and Brady had an interaction, and then Kristen went to see John. I mentioned Kristen mm-hmm. was able to sort of take pictures of um, John's file, and she's sending it to some doctor that she has to try to save John. Now, what happened with, who was the person that, um, that was um, taking pictures of EJ and, um, what's that butt name? Abby. Who was that? Did you ever find out who, oh, that was Nick. And Nick Where is he now? The picture, Nick died. Gabby shot oh, him. God. And so Gabby's Again? in prison. Yeah. Oh, yep. Gabby's in Because Gabby's off the show. Right, Okay. And he wow. sent, Nick sent Sammy the pictures. And so oh Sammy knew of um, EJ and Abby's affair. So then at her wedding, after her wedding to EJ, she married EJ. Um, mm-hmm. she, she had him arrested for tax evasion, and her oh and Kate took over Demira Enterprises. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, it's been ruining Abby's life. Yeah. Oh, you're making me want to watch it again. You should. Like, I watched three of the four, and Days is head and shoulders better than Y&R and Bold right now. Mm-hmm. Like, head and shoulders better. Yeah. I, I gave have up to Days. give it to watch GH. That's um, funny. Kate Manzi is doing such a great job now as Abigail in fighting back with Sammy. And then yeah. last mm-hmm. week they had this episode where she's involved now with Jordan's brother, um, yeah. And they were about to, like, get it on, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, there's this flashback to her with EJ, and she realized, oh, my God, I can't, I can't get it on with this guy when I'm still thinking about EJ. So it's kind of cool that the writers nice. are still kind of putting it, that it's a little, you know, it's, it's just not like, yeah, they had the affair, and it's over, and she's telling everybody there's nothing else going on. But all of a sudden, that mm-hmm. one little flashback that Abby thought about, oh, my God, remember how hot it was with EJ? It's like... Brilliant. Yeah. It's gonna, more yeah. conflict. It's just great. And it makes sense. It's not like, what? This doesn't make sense. It makes total sense. And Kate Manzi, I think, well, is doing a really good job. And Jordan's brother is, um, is that Pete Cortland from All he My Children? Taught. Well, yeah. have you seen, did you see All My Children when it was on, uh, no. online? He gave the best orgasm from getting a BJ I have ever seen in my entire life. This is like better than porn, which is real. It's like, it was so, you have to look it up. It is the best orgasm because Colby went down on him and he's like, he's he damn near singing. I think she really gave him a blowjob because no one could act that good. It was so amazing. So Abby, get those lips to working because he likes the good BJ. Um, you have to see it. It's amazing. What is, um, so Jordan, the last I knew, had all these identities where she was, it wasn't her past identities, it was her future identity. So what is going on with her? They were I running away from say, their father. I have to say oh. this is the storyline I fast forward. I, I oh. feel like this is like the biggest, weakest link on... No, I, on do you know what it sounds I like? Agree. I agree. Coming back and having it end up being like, oh, daddy was rough to us, so we're hiding away. He's like, oh, that, that was a little way. Mm-hmm. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like Billy and Austin all over again with Curtis. Mm-hmm. Oy, Only the thing oy, is, oy. is that this this girl that they have playing Jordan, mm-hmm. she's not even a good actress in my opinion. Oof. Like she 
she's sort of like the female version of Daniel, where she always has this <sighs> frown on her face. Yeah. Now, like I'm glad you Lisa hate her could Justin, Yeah. I'm glad you hate her because she's Justin Hartley's girlfriend in real life, so I'm glad you hate her. And she's I also... married. Um, no, girl. Married to who? The girl from Passions. They got a divorce like two years ago. Um, wow. I stalked him. So here's the thing. Here's the creepy part, and I'm going back to, to him just for a second. The girl that you're talking about, her name is Chriselle. She was on All My Children at the same time Melissa Claire Egan, who plays Chelsea, was on All My Children. They became best friends. Do you get where I'm going with this? I follow um, Melissa on Twitter, so I see a lot of interactions with them. So I assumed it was in so All My Children. So Chriselle is dating Justin. Justin is going to be playing opposite Chriselle's best friend, Melissa. That is the creepiest working relationship I've ever heard. And it would be like me and Colton being scene partners. That is just yeah. creepy. I'm sorry. It's ugh. Ugh. It is That's weird. That's weird. But I digress. Um, how's sexy JJ? God, that boy's hot. Sorry, I had to say it. Um, by the way, well, he's I'm waiting for his story to sort of anyway. pick up, too. Like, like I, I'm sort he's of thinking probation, that. Though, right? um, yeah, he's off probation, but I'm I'm okay. sort of hoping that they're going to do like an Eve JJ affair because that would be really cool. Yeah. But no, but kind of like, like they do the Eva Morgan. Oh, so boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't watch GH, but yeah, something like that. But yeah, because Morgan. And it was a great revenge for um, yeah. Eve on Jennifer to oh, you know, love her. Yeah. Um. Let me see what else I'm trying to remember. Um, what about Nicole? Are her and Eric together? They're flirting with it. I mean, I mean, they get really close, and Eric pushes her away, and it's like it's just it building up that whole, that whole, you know, sexual tension and stuff. So it's only a matter of time. But After can I they were say- kidnapped, are you serious? Uh, oh, girl, that is so oh old. <laughs> that is so they, old. I, Whatever. I Sorry, go ahead. I love Nicole. I love Nicole. Mm-hmm. I I love the actress that plays her. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she needs to let this haircut go. She needs to get <laughs> extensions put in, so she can have long hair, because she keeps it so short that within a matter mm-hmm. of weeks, it's in this awkward stage, where they can't really style it well. And she looks like a hot mess. She needs a makeover. She needs to have extensions until her hair is long enough that it doesn't need extensions anymore. Let me tell you. What if they just, they just give her a personal deeper hot haircut? Oh, how dare you? <laughs> she and Mar. <laughs> let me tell you. Ariana Zucker finally got a divorce from that cheating husband of hers. I, I actually don't know if he's cheating, but I just think he's so tasteless. So she's just going through something right now. So leave her hair alone. She's going through a couple of things. She's feeling some You know how I feel about soap yeah, opera stars yeah, in her hair. Yeah, Dallas, at least she, brush, yeah. at least she brushes it. Thank you. Yeah, she and there's no split ends. She brushes it and washes it. And yeah. I was going to make a snide comment about Y&R earlier that you guys, when I was yeah, on hold and you guys were talking. Well, I was oh, on hold, Biatch. I couldn't say it. Well, go ahead. Say girl. it now. Say it. 
say it? No. I basically I said so basically the whole Ian storyline that came on to give basically he's basically there is Emmy bait. He gave um um Miss B T her her supporting her younger actress Emmy and now they're trying to do it for Melanie Thomas. So Melanie mm. Thomas deserves it. She she deserves oh, it a I long time ago. I don't dis- I don't disagree. Right. I love Melanie right. Thomas Scott. I love her. Right. Do not disagree. But- I'd to, rather have Ray Wise as Emmy Bates than killing off another baby on Y&R as Emmy Bates. True. Uh, for for just a second, I want to say, I hate the way they write Nikki. I hate it because when she's around Ian, first of all, like I said, Ian's like a good 72. He's got a needle in his hand, and he's coming at Nikki, and all she does is say, No, Ian, stop. Are you kidding me? Kick him in the ball. He's old. Take out his teeth. Something. Do anything. Rip out his hair. If she didn't love her vodka too much, she could pick up a (laughs) bottle of vodka and whack him with her. Smack it over the head. I just can't stand women in distress. I can't stand it. Fight back. Because that's not realistic. It's not realistic. That's the other thing that I really question about this storyline. Like, Nikki is falling off the wagon, which is great, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we all love a drunk Nikki. But she Mm -hmm. she fell off the wagon in the ranch. What kind of husband Mm -hmm. is Victor having a big bottle of vodka in his bar when he knows that's Nikki's weakness? I know. know Oh, he only has gin? I guess I'll have to go to the gin. Right. Um, sorry, but yeah, I he thought totally Vic, Victor only drank either tequila or the dark liquor. So why do you have any clear liquor in the house, knowing that that's Nikki's soft point? Exactly. Why do you have li- that, liquor, That's period. exactly my He's point. Even, yeah. He shouldn't have liquor, period, because, because of the fact that she's an alcoholic, you know. And it's so sweet when he's – and I don't know if it's ad-libbed or not. It reminds me of um, Kim Zimmer when she said bud to um, – uh, Robert Newman on Guiding Light, but when he says baby to her, it's so sweet and so you're just like, oh, he wants to protect her. And then you like notice these little things like, why is there vodka in the house if she's an alcoholic? Or what's going on with the security guard that there's one security guard that's gonna, that a 72-year-old man with a needle can take out? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just really confused. Like a billionaire has only one bodyguard on his whole entire ranch? Like, well, it's, it's, it's Wisconsin, David. Maybe they don't have really a lot of security guards of which to choose from. Okay, two. Two bodyguards, <laughs> then. Two. So that if one of them gets jumped by a 72-year-old man with a needle, the other one can fight back. No, no, just one. Just one on the whole premise. Who doesn't drive him to his work, obviously, either. I just, oh, sorry, I just need to vent about that. Drove me crazy. But, um... What's going on with Bold and the Beautiful, or should I, or should I call it boring and the smooth-worthy? You know, the thing, the thing with Bold and Beautiful is, like, it, it's very, it's very Predictable. Mm-hmm. It, the problem with, with its storylines is that it's, um, you just lose all respect and, and the characters mm-hmm. lose credibility because things happen so quickly. You know, like like mm-hmm. Hope marrying Wyatt because Liam was late. It's like, so before you go <laughs> yeah. to Paris, you tell Liam, I want to be with you. 
let's mm-hmm. meet at three on this day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up. So within a matter of hours, you're marrying somebody else. His brother. So, like, you, you just think, like, does she have no self-respect for herself that she can't mm-hmm. be alone? Or does she not think mm-hmm. that maybe something happened to him that he couldn't meet me there? Or, or Wyatt knows that Liam was supposed mm-hmm. to meet her there. So he doesn't meet her there, so he suddenly wants to marry her? Like, does he not think that he's now her second choice? Mm-hmm. Like, so you, you just start, like, not wanting to root for these characters because of the way it's written. It's written almost like, it's written, and I'll say this, because this is why I stopped watching it. It's actually written the way that we make fun of soap operas. So everybody else says, I don't want to watch soap operas because it's, it's written so badly. And you're just like, no, it's not. Look at Days of Our Lives, you know. And then they, they'll probably retort, well, what about Bold and the Beautiful? And you're just like, you know what, you got me there. You just got me. I can't, I can't respond to it. It feels like the spoils of Babylon. Have you seen? Have you seen? That? It was no, so. But you know, fancy. it's funny because I feel like it goes in stages. Like mm. I feel like six months ago, not even. I, I feel like four months ago, I thought it was like really, really good. You, you know, like, did. Like, yeah. I did. Like Ridge breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. Wedding and him falling mm-hmm. out of the helicopter. I was like, wow. Like that. To me, that was great soap opera. Mm-hmm. But ever since then. I feel like it's been on a downward spiral. And like, I don't like, even think Heather Tom should put herself up for an Emmy next year because she has done nothing all year. She's had a vacation. Yeah. She's, she's like, you see her as much as you see Donna. Well, Donna had to get some extra work as Grace, so that's why she's on there. Exactly. Well, um, hey, maybe she's Heather like, has extra work and she can come back and be Victoria. I knew that was coming. Ouch, ouch, very ouch. You know what? She would have so much chemistry with both of those actors, too, just to let you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really, I didn't, I didn't get the whole Wyatt, Hope, Liam triangle because I didn't like any of them together. I would rather, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I would rather Liam and Wyatt screw each other because they have more chemistry together than... Hope. I mean, let's just be honest. They're only half brothers. They 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 can't have babies. So go ahead, go for it, guys. You know, and I just, well, and the thing, the way they write Wyatt, I don't mm. I don't understand how anyone can actually root for him as a yeah. character because he he is very like cocky and arrogant and in mm-hmm. your face, and he only ever quote wins the girl when his mom interferes. So, mm-hmm. like, to me, there's no fall. rooting value for mm-hmm. Hope and Wyatt when you know when the truth right. about what his mom does comes out, she's not going to want to be there. So, mm-hmm. like, to me, you can't have a couple's rooting interest based on his mother's actions. So, I really mm-hmm. like the fact that Steffi came in, and then she was gone. <laughs> like... So we're left with this boring-ass triangle when it could have been an explosive quadrangle. Really? Well, well, really? they're starting that now with um, whatever whatever the Australian girl's name is. It is Allie? They're, 
No, 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 not oh. Allie. Um, Wait, what happened to Allie, by the way? Well, she's still there, but she's dating um, the photographer. Um, oh, he's so hot. Oliver? Mm. Oliver, yeah. He's so hot. Um, it'll come to me. Ivy. He's there. They're um, Ivy with Liam. So, wait. Isn't Ivy like a Australian cousin of the Foresters that nobody heard of? Yes. Exactly. No one's going to check her background or anything? No. Sure but she sort of looks like... Um, she sort of has, like, the dark features and, like, the light eyes, sort of like um, Steffi did, just mm-hmm. shorter haircuts. So it's sort of oh, like okay. Steffi, but not being Steffi. But, you know, they so could have, just, like, to me, they should have brought Steffi back. Like, even if right. the old actress didn't want to because she's busy doing whatever she's doing. I mean, there's plenty the of people that could have recasted, right? So, But let me tell you, the actress who plays Steffi looks, exactly like Hunter Tylo. You cannot find anything like that. That is crazy how much she looks like her. It's insane. But Hunter's like, not on Bold and Beautiful anymore anyway. I know, so. but still, it, I think what they were trying to do, if they bring her back, I would want to see a second generation of um, Brooke and Taylor because Hope looks so much like Catherine Kelly Lang. I just... I can see why they, they wouldn't want to recast Steffi because, the, first of all, the actress is an amazing actress, and she looks so much like her. It's creepy. It's creepy how much she looks like Hunter Tyler. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, have you watched any... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we move on, anything else about Bold you want to discuss? God. No, I think that wraps it up. Exactly. Any primetime shows you're watching this... Um, this summer? Anything good? Have you seen Orange is the New Black, I hope, at least? I No, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. I was in, being in school for, like, two years in the evening. I, uh-huh. I don't really watch primetime, other than we, we watch Downton in the winter when it comes on. But, right. um, yeah, maybe when I get back from France, I'll start uh-huh. to dabble into some primetime shows, but I'm out of the loop on and anything that's prime time. This is um, Orange is the New Black is on um, Netflix, and let me tell you, and I said it before, I watched the first season last year when it came out. I don't know, maybe it took me like a week. The second season I watched in one day, 24 hours. I could not stop watching the show. It is so addicting. And it's better than anything on TV. The character, like the first season is... A, basically sets up, you know, it tells the story, if you don't know it, um, it's this girl who's from a New York family that's kind of well-to-do. She's engaged to this guy. She gets arrested and put in um, a Martha Stewart-like jail in Connecticut because she was a drug trafficker. And it's just about her life there and the rest of the prisoners. It is so flipping amazing. I, I can't even, uh, I can't even tell you how how amazing it is. It, it you get so involved in her life, and then you start to like the other characters. And then in season two, it's less about the main character Piper and more about the other prisoners and their backstory and how they got in prison. Oh, so amazing! I can't say enough good things about it. 
and one of the characters, Crazy Eyes, she actually won uh, an Emmy for her role. She's so good. Um, if you don't know Crazy Eyes, little controversy there. This past Halloween, Julianne Huff gone blackface and braided her hair, and she was crazy eyes. So, yeah, you can go see those pictures. That was pretty bad. But, um, but yeah, it's a really good show. You should definitely check it out. I think you would. I'm going to forewarn you. There, there are big old ditties on it. You're going to see a lot of that. It's a little shocking to see that much boob without it being porn, but um, it's still a good show. Still a good show. Um, I will be checking it out. What else? Any, um, this is a topic near and dear to my heart. Any summer crushes that you have? Um, I was still no. stuck on Zac Efron. <sighs> Whatever. I, I don't really <laughs> um, look too closely just because I'm married. Happily married. Yeah, okay, so. whatever. <laughs> you can whatever still, you're old. You, you don't have to sample, but you can still walk by the candy store. Well, usually oh, when I watch God. tennis, it'll be my, my tennis, you know, boyfriend, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Who are some of the hot tennis guys? Well, Nadal is is at the top of my mm. list. Uh, he's boyfriend number one. He's got one. a huge butt. He's got, like, uh, the biggest butt in tennis. <laughs> Well, maybe not the hugest, but yeah. Um, the other one is Maria Sharapova's boyfriend, Grigor Dimitriov. He's uh-huh. on on my list. But there's so many. I mean, I could I could say so many players that you guys wouldn't have even have heard of that are are you know attractive. You just have to watch the sport, and you'll be like, oh yeah, new tennis <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah, I like Jan Michael and um, this other one. Oh, what's his name? It starts with an N. Nor something. Andy Roddick? Mm. I, I eh. like Andy Roddick. Well, I liked mm. him years ago when he still had hair. Um, no offense, Andy. Ouch. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, you know those no. blondes. They, they, can't, they can't keep their hair forever. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Jan Michael has all his hair and his butt is even bigger. Um, no, this guy, he's like Russian or something. It's Nord something. Nord, I can't pronounce his name. He's like tall and lanky. Oh, I'll have to look him up I know, in tennis, right? I'll have to look him up. So, yeah, I guess that's basically our show. I don't know anything else you guys want to talk about. Um, I don't know. I think we pretty much kind of recap from what we talked about last week to get Dallas's point of view, but I mean, Dallas, when did you say that you were leaving for France, you and Colton, for your um, graduation present? I leave on, I think it's the 15th. Gotcha. Is this your first trip there? To France, yeah, it is. Where are you you guys going? So for the first week, we are staying in Paris. So we we have five days in Paris, but one day... We're taking a day trip to the Champagne region because I love my bubbles. Nice. And we, we're doing this tour where we, I think we do nine tastings at different, I don't know. It, normally it's called a winery, so a champagnery, mm-hmm. something like that. And then we're going into, uh, the second we're going to the Loire Valley and we're staying in like this old manor and it's like a B&B type thing. And every day they take you to 
either one winery and a castle hmm. or two wineries. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh, I did think of a topic. I hope you're spinning down, Dallas. What I, is I, going on with, with your queen? What is going on with her right now? Have you talked to her? Who? Your queen and her divorce, her pending divorce. Oh, you know, first of all, it's, <laughs> it's sad. I feel sad when any, when any two people... Wait, who's getting divorced? Mariah Mariah. Cannon, yes. She sang at his wedding. Hello, that's his queen. Gotcha. Yeah. But Uh, I've, you know, it's sad because it's not just them involved. It's, it's, mm -hmm. you know, they reproduced, which why would you reproduce if you didn't think it was going to last forever? Anyhow. Exactly. You know, I I never really felt like they would be a good long-term match. Uh-huh. If if I'm honest with you, I uh-huh. so I I am shocked that it lasted the seven years or however long it was that it did. Uh-huh. I I was you know every year that went by I'm like I can't believe they're still together. So you know it's sad it's sad to think that um, that a marriage is ending. So right, I, I think it's really it's sad. Messy. Well, when one marriage starts, another one ends. What's that, Kyle? I said when one one door closes, another door opens, because Brangelina got married. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm so excited about that. And for Mariah, now. I mean, like, I agree. It's sad because of the kids and stuff, but wasn't Nick Cannon basically her personal umbrella holder for seven years? He was. He was such a lad. Well, and you know what? He'll admit and, it. He admits and it. And helping her up the stairs every time. Yes. Or, my, yeah. my favorite is when now when she's performing and she starts on a higher level. I mean, God forbid she walk down three stairs. Someone always has to mm-hmm. hold her hand. I'm just like, oh, God. The, the thing that scares me about it is that I hope that she doesn't look at Nick and say, you know, he's not doing what I say, so I'm going to keep my kids from him. I hope that doesn't happen because I feel like it's going to. And I feel like she hasn't learned anything from the Tommy Matola desolation of that marriage. Because well, I think Tommy, it was very different circumstances, though. Yeah. Yeah, she was the one Nick, in control. Nick, as Nick before. Cannon wasn't a captive. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was a captive of that mm-hmm. coochie is what he was. Well, well and he getting all, he'll, he'll probably get the alimony. He probably will, I think too. they signed the prenup, though. Oh, matter. probably. You know, and, you know and who so did? I don't think that that he will get that much, actually. Well, when I, well, whenever you're talking about... Your, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, his name and his celebrity increased by marrying her. Her name mm-hmm. didn't increase any no. because she married no. him. If anyone right. benefited from the relationship, it was definitely him. Because right. I had no idea who he was when, when she announced she got married. No idea, because right. I don't watch the show that he hosts in the summertime. Well, he was in some cheesy, wasn't he in Drumline or something? Yes, I loved it. And he has the show, and he's been in a couple of other movies. But the thing about, you know, bouncing back and forth to Brangelina, they did not sign a prenup. They are just letting it all hang out there. 
they don't but, um, care. So, but, so speaking of like divorces and stuff, whenever you said the, I really thought you were going to talk about Beyonce and Jay Z. That's a non-issue. I don't think they're getting a divorce, and if they are, it's going to be years from now. It's not going to be soon. I don't. I don't think so. And that's not. That's not Dallas's queen. That's, she didn't sing at his wedding. Please. He doesn't. He doesn't care about Beyonce. That'd be me. I care about Beyonce. But um. Well, no. I I um, kind of forgotten that Mariah was his queen. That's why whenever you said you know because every freaking gay thinks Beyonce's the queen. So I just. Assuming um, the same thing. So thankfully, you can out things circles around Beyonce. And Beyonce is a better entertainer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mariah stands Mariah's more of a vocalist. She's an amazing yeah. vocalist. Yeah. yeah. But Mariah can do things Beyonce wishes she could do. We can we can say that vocally vocally. But um, did well, anybody Mariah can also carry amazing? children to term. Oh, shit. It got real just now. <laughs> it got real just now. You have no proof that they didn't carry that damn surrogate. she headed baby. You know surrogate. she did. Surrogate. How do you know? I, show me, show me the receipts. Just like Whitney. Surrogate. Show me the receipts. You, you don't, you don't know Surrogate. Well, um, did anybody catch the VMAs? Because I watched them on repeat this morning. I, unfort- I unfortunately oh. did watch them. Did you, Dallas? No. no. Dallas, oh, you're smart. Don't bother. Yeah, you are smart. We're way too old and mature to watch these shows. <laughs> We're watching a video music award show on a channel that doesn't even show videos. What the hell? Thank you. You, you know when they show the videos? During the damn show. Because it is so amazing that everybody gets all amped up. Oh, my God. I can't believe I won a VMA. Bitch, it's not relevant anymore. It's only relevant because MTV's telling you it's relevant. Yeah. I mean, uh, let me just say, Katy Perry looked like a hot damn mess. What the hell was that outfit, Kyle? She said it was a throwback to Britney and Justin's denim outfit. Okay, but guess what? They're no longer relevant anymore. So why are you trying to emulate two people who aren't really relevant in MTV anymore. I don't get it. And she's dating no, Riff Raff now. Honestly, there was no one of an extreme relevance at that award show anyway. It was mm-hmm. Katy Perry and Miley Cyrus. And, there was, and then all the kids. And then there was a lot of oh. shade throwing. Did you see Katy Perry mm-hmm. whenever Fifth, Fifth Harmony won? And she mouthed, who's that? Yes, I saw that. I thought it was the only one. <laughs> I thought it was the only one. It's crazy. They must oh have God, paid Katy so Perry funny. a shitload of money to show up. And, and she's dating, she went from John Mayer to Riff Raff. And I know that you don't know who Riff Raff is, Dallas. He's this rapper that wears the most insane thing. He, he wears stuff like that all the time, though. That is like his normal outfit. It's not he's him basically, up for the event. Oh, you, I just thought it was James Franco from Spring Breakers. That's all I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> that is probably where James Franco got his inspiration from. Because that's how Riff Raff always dresses. It's crazy. And, well, um, and, and you guys do know that Riff Raff is from Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is where this poser got his name, right? I do now. Um, well, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be thinking this guy is so original. Back, like, oh, I did not no, think no, no, no. he was original at all. Trust me. There's no one not. that original anymore. Um, 
I have to say, they are saying that Beyonce shut the show down. She did such an amazing job. Oh, my God, she's the queen. Uh, it looks like every one of her other shows. I don't see what she... She humped a Chase Lounge, which was different. I don't think she's ever humped a Chase Lounge before. But um, I don't see how performing every single song on her album, maybe one or two lines, is shutting a show down. I don't get it. Well, I think I at, love the end of the, at the end of the day, what she did kind of saved the show because it was much more entertaining. I will say this. You're going to disagree with me, but the one person that I look forward to now watching at award shows when there's a ton of music is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift oh got her God. skinny white ass up, Dallas, and she was shaking her shit like she was on concert. She was shaking her shit like she was at, she was a rock hat. She was so cute. And then when she, she did, performed her song. She did do a good job, yeah. Her song, I thought, was the best performance of the show. And that's saying a lot because it's Taylor Swift. She was so good. I loved it. I, I, I loved it. I absolutely she's loved probably, it. She's probably finally getting laid. I don't think so. I think she's probably finding her song that she has out now. What's it called again? Oh, God, that's so bad. Shake It Off. In the song, she even says, you know, she, she like, is honest with herself. I think she just took a long, hard look at herself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I see tears in a bucket. Okay, I don't care. I'm, I'm a hot mess. I date these people, and I write songs about them, and people think I'm, like, this airhead. You know what? Fine. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to write about how stupid people think I am. And I love the song. Even though I couldn't remember the name, because you know why? It reminded <laughs> me of a Mariah song. And so I always got it confused. I'm like, shake it off. She's doing a Mariah near make already? That song was like a couple albums ago. I guess that's why I was confused. But um, I have to say this. Can somebody please tell Ed Sheeran he is not good looking? I'm not trying to be rude, but when you are a ginger and you have cross-eyed, I mean, you need to stop. You need to stop. He walks around like he's Adam Levine, and I got broken up with this girl. That's because she realized you're ugly. I'm sorry. I just, oh my God. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I love his music. He has a song called Sing by Pharrell. I love it to death. But can I never see a video of him? That is the ugliest man. Yeah, there's a simple, you know what, David, there's a simple way. Just tune into MTV and you'll never see the video. Perfect. Yes. We found the solution. Oh, my God. His video for the song, the puppet, there's a puppet playing him. The puppet is cuter than him. Not even going to lie to you. I was feeling the puppet. Was not feeling him. Um, what else about the VMAs that I, I thought was a little off? Um, I'm trying to think. Some of the people that were on there, I'm like, who? Uh, five seconds to summer? Who the hell is that? Did you know who they were, Kyle, since you are everything tween? No, I did not know who they were. Hmm. Five seconds of summer, maybe five seconds of fame. Um, no, sure. no mention of Janet Jackson at all, who is a pioneer. But then, in the middle of this whole music and pop culture and all this other stuff, Dallas, they showed a clip of Robin Williams. 
Oh, God. Like, what does he have to do with MTV? <laughs> it was just so awkward. I didn't understand what was going on. But my favorite part of the entire show was when they were, when Nicki Minaj was humping the stage singing to Anaconda, because she wasn't performing, she was just humping the stage. They showed the crowd, and there was about 200 seats that were empty. And I'm like, why are they showing empty seats? This is just awkward. I don't know. It was just a weird, weird show. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't get it. I didn't care about really the awards. I just wanted to see some of the performances. And Kyle, I know that you are um, friends with her, but could you tell Ariana Grande to let go of that fucking ponytail? It's over. (laughs) It's done. It's dead. I'm sick of it. And every time she poses, she moves that ponytail right over her shoulder. Can she stop it? Can you tell her to stop it? Because it's just over. You know, I know you're friends with her. When she and I were to talk about the other day, I said, Ari, you need to cut mm. loose with the tail. It's not working for you, sweetie. So we'll see if she listens to me. You know. Left eye didn't listen awful. to me when I told her don't go to Honduras, and she did anyway. So okay, you know. You know <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with you right now. I really cannot. I it could have been worse. I, I could have made an Aaliyah reference, but I didn't. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, girl, you, you don't ride in the same plane as the help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reba did the same thing, and she didn't die. Oh, my God. I am so done with you right now. I can't even. <laughs> you did not. He did not. I'm just, I'm just trying to make Dallas laugh. I hadn't heard his voice in so long. <laughs> well, speaking of which, and I don't want you to make a joke about it, but today marks the 17th anniversary of Princess Di's death. She died 17 years ago today. And don't tell me that you told her not to get into that car with that drunk guy. Do not say it. I will slap you through the phone. I will not make a joke Um, about that. But, yeah, um, then there are reports that um, Prince Harry is now dating this girl who reminds him so much of his mother. And I saw a picture of her. She looks like Kate Middleton, not his mother. (laughs) It's kind of creepy. I don't really know her name. But I saw a, a really quick flash of her, and I was like, oh, Kate Middleton and Harry? Wait, no. Oh, yeah. That's going to be an awkward dinner. But, um, yeah, so can't believe 17 years. That's insane. Insane, but. So are you done insulting people now, Kyle? Are you done? Any more last insults? Any general uh... insults you want to throw out? No, I think I'm good. I mean, I even we, we we next time we can talk about the Emmy Awards. I'm sure um, Dallas didn't watch those either. Mm. I just no, tragically. Yeah, oh. it, was, it was more entertaining than the VMAs, but the same people went all over again, so it's no big deal. Yeah, um, if you're right, Breaking Bad one, Modern Family. I watch Modern Family, but I don't think it should have won this year. I think. Um, Orange is the New Black should have won, hands down. I don't know why they gave it to Modern... You know why they gave it to Modern Family. Because they're always looking for that next series. What I mean by that is um, I follow, like, Emmy winners and stuff like that. Frasier won the Emmy five times in a row. 
for best comedy series. So now it's tied with uh, Modern Family. So they are probably going to win next year as well, just to let you know. Hey, so just to kind of change this over so we can kind of wrap this up, I've got a fun little question that this guy that I follow on Facebook is hilarious that he posted. And I think, um, okay. yes, it's going to offend David, but I think um, Dallas oh, has God. a great answer as well. So if all oh, the Kardashians, if all the Kardashians were drowning, oh hell you could, no, and you could only save one, which uh-huh. drink would you make to celebrate? I'm thinking it's what? not who you. It's not who you would I save. That's no, the whole what point drink would meaning you're not going to save them. <laughs> That's the whole point of the question. You, gradually bitch, I will come well, to here's... you and cut your ass. I'll answer both. I'll okay. say I. Yeah. Will... Save, I would save Kris Jenner because she can't reproduce at her age. And <laughs> I guarantee there's no more. <laughs> oh, my God, brilliant. Brilliant. I would make probably a dirty martini. <laughs> I will answer both, too. I will save Kris as well, but only because now that those other children are dead, she can focus on my career. Um, I'm, I'm not having sex with Ray J, though. I refuse. Refuse. I would. Um, I would save. I would save Rob because his parent, his family basically ignored him, and I think. I, I think it would be. Aww. It would be difficult to save him because he's probably weighed down really heavily. Okay. So, um, you know that, what? And I would. Yeah. <laughs> and I would probably. Big bitch. <laughs> and You're I would probably, right in in New York. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I would probably have an apple teeny <laughs> to celebrate. Mm. I wouldn't have a drink because I don't drink, but uh, you're going to make me, girl. Oh, well, maybe then you'll lighten up, Anel. You'll need to start. Oh, need hell to... no. <laughs> I will have a cherry Coke. Thank you. <laughs> cherry Coke yes. is so much better with a splash of rum. Yes. Oh, you are Lord. such a bitch, Kyle. Kyle is like, you know what? I'm sure, I'm sure you can use your own personal cherry to spice it up. Okay, you know what, bitch? <laughs> I told Kyle, I said, Kyle, you are going to fit perfectly in New York. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> well. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've changed at all. <laughs> oh, you've gotten much bitchier, girl. But it's okay. You've been think... right in New York, that's what I'm saying. Um, no, you haven't changed. You're still a bitch. Um, yeah, so any final words? Um, Kyle, before we wrap no, it up, I just, I, like I just, well, I, I mean, Dallas is, um, I mean, for us, I know it's tomorrow is a holiday with Labor Day, but do, do you Canadians, do, do Canadians celebrate tomorrow? Is there any kind of bank holiday or anything for you guys tomorrow? Yeah, we have the day off, yeah. Well, good for you. Well, I, my, my, my final words was like, I hope you guys both enjoy our day off tomorrow. Yeah. And what about you, Dallas? Just, you know, have a good week, and hopefully, you know, we'll be back next week and to have another great show. Yeah. And same to you guys. I'm going to enjoy my day of not driving an hour and a half tomorrow. It's going to be great. And, um, yeah, I will talk to you guys on social media. Definitely. Good week. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming. It's good to have us all three back. At some point, we want to think about when to introduce La Doug or Michael. 
sorry, I keep calling him Doug. Michael, to have Michael come back. And um, I think that will be a fun show. Yeah, it will. Yeah. All right. Thank you again for joining me. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you had fun listening to this bitch being back. And not Dallas, the other bitch. Um, full force. He is in full force, let me tell you. But thanks again for, um, for listening, guys. And thanks, Dallas and Kyle, for joining me. You're welcome. Good night. See you next week. Night. Bye. Bye.